Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Cat by Edward Frederick Benson Many people will doubtless remember that expedition at the Royal Cabin. Not so many seasons ago, which came to be known as A. Lingham's Year, when Dick Ellingham vaulted with one bound as if were out of the crowd of strugglers. He seated himself with Admiral certain poise on the very topmost pinnacle of contemporary fame. He exhibited three portraits, each a masterpiece, who killed every picture within range. But since that year, nobody cared anything for pictures, whether in or out of range, except those three, it did not signify so greatly. The phenomenon of his appearance was as sudden as that of meteor coming from nowhere and sliding large and numerous across a remote and star-sown sky, inexplicable as bursting of a spring on some late dust-ridden crocky hillside. Some fairy godmother. Well, mother, one might conjecture her betrothed herself to a forgotten godson, a wave of the wand bestowed on him this transcendent gift. But as an Irish say, she held a wand in her left hand with a gift, another sight had another sight of it, perhaps again. Jim Merrick is right, fairy proponents in monograph, a certain skewer of legions of the nerve centres. Says the final word on the subject. Dick Andrenham himself, as was the natural, was delighted with his fairy godmother and his obscure legion. Whichever was responsible, monograms spoken of above was written after Dick's death, confessed frankly to his friend Merrimick, who was still struggling through the crowd of rising young medical practitioners that it was all quite as despicable to himself as it was to anyone else. All I thought about, all I know about it, he said, is that last autumn went through two months of mental distress, hideous of thought again and again. I must go off my head. For hours daily, I sat here, waiting for something to crack, which as far as I'm concerned would end everything. Yes, there was a cause, you know it. He paused a moment and poured into his glass of a fairly liberal amount, allowance of whiskey, filled in one, one half from a fat siphon, a little cigarette. The cause, indeed, had no need to be enlarged on. Merrick quite well remembered how the girl Dick had been engaged to, threw him over the abruptness that was almost superb. When a more eligible suitor made his appearance, latter was certainly very eligible indeed, with his good looks, his title, his million and money. Lady Medley Lee, ex future Mrs. Ellingham, was perfectly content what she had done. 
She's one of those blonde, lithe, silken girls, happily for the peace of man's mind. Of rather rare, and of fine one, of some humanized yet successful bestial cat. Hence speak, speak, hence, I need speak of the cause, Dick continued. But to say for those two months I soberly thought, only end it, end to it would be madness. The one, then one evening, I was sitting there alone. I was always sitting alone. Something did snap in my head. I now, I wondered, without caring at all, whether this was madness, which I had been expecting, or whether this would be preferable. Some more fatal breakage had happened. And even while I wondered, I was aware that I was not depressed or unhappy any longer. He paused along in, in smiling retrospect, and Merrick, Rick, indicated to him he had, had a listener. But he said, It's well indeed. Hadn't been unhappy since. Had been rightly happy instead. Some divine doctor, I suppose, just wiped with that stain on brain that dirt so. Heavens, how it hurts. Have a drink, by the way. No thanks, said Merrick. But what was this got to do with your painting? Why, everything. For I hardly realised the fact that I was happy again. I was aware that everything, everything looked different. Colours that all I saw was twice as vivid. They'd been... Shape and outline was intensified too. The whole visible world had been dusty and blurred before. Seen the half light. Now the lights were turned up. There was a new heaven, new earth. And in the same flash, I knew I could paint things as I saw them, which he concluded I have done. There was something rather sublime about this that Merrick laughed. And Merrick laughed. I wish I could. Something was snapped in my brain if it kindles as perceptions in that way. That he, the just puzzle snapping of things in one brain, does not always produce just that effect. That's possible. Also, I gather, things don't snap unless you have gone through some hideous period as I have been through. I tell you frankly, I won't go through that again. Even as sure a snap would make me see things like Titan. Platinian. What do you snapping? What did the snapping feel like? Asked Merrick. Dick considered a moment. Do you know when a parcel comes? Do you know when a puzzle comes tied up with string and can't find a knife? He said. If we burn the string through, holding it taut, well, it's like that, quite painless. And if something got weaker, weaker, then parted softly without effort, not very lucid. I'm afraid, but it's just like that. I've been burning a couple of months, you see. He turned away, hunted along the letters of them papers, which littered his withering, his writing table, his writing table, till he found an envelope with a coronet on it. He took himself as he took it up. Commend me, commend me, Lady Menendine, he said, for a brazen impertinence comparison. Which I brass is softer than putting. She wrote to me yesterday asking me if I could finish the portrait I began for of her last year. Let me have it at any price. I think you have a lucky escape, remarked Warwick. I suppose you didn't even answer. Oh, yes, I did. Why not? I said the price would be two thousand pounds. 
ready to go on at once. She agreed and sent me a check for a thousand this evening. Merrick stared at him in blank astonishment. Are you mad? he asked. I hope not. Don't one cannot never be sure about little points like that. Even doctors like you don't exactly know, know exactly what constitutes madness. Merrick got up. But is it possible you don't see what a terrible risk you run? He asked. To see you again, leave her like that, having to look at her. So this afternoon, by the way, hardly human. May not be so easy revive again, all that it felt before. Too dangerous, much too dangerous. Dick shook his head. There's no, not the slightest risk, he said. Everything within me is utterly and absolutely indifferent to her. Don't even hate her. If I hated her, there might be a possibility of me of my again loving her. As it is, the thought of her does not arouse me in any emotion of any kind. I really such suspenders calmness as hers be rewarded. Respect colossal things like that. He finished his whiskey as he spoke and instantly poured himself out another glass. That's the fourth, said his friend. It is, I never counted. It shows a solid attention, rather interesting detail. Funny enough, too, the alcohol does not have the smallest effect on me now. But I drink them. Because I give out this enchanting vividness of the colour and clarity outline is a little diminished. Can't be good for you, said Doctor. Dick laughed. My dear fellow, look at me carefully, he said. And if you stand, can consciously declare I show any signs of intriguing sentiments, dodgy sentiments, I give you not altogether. Certainly it had been hard to find a point which Dick did not present the appearance of perfect health. It paused and stood still a moment, glass in one hand and whiskey bottle in the other, back against the front of his shirt. Not a tremor of unsteadiness was there. The face of wholesome sunburnt hue was neither puffy nor immensely, but a firmer flesh and wonderful clearness of skin. Clear too was his eye and his eyelids, neither baggy nor puckered. He looked, indeed, a model condition, hard and fit, as if he was training for something that some athletic, athletic, athletic moment. Live and acted too was his figure. His movements were quick and precise and even. Merrick, who is a doctor's eye, trained to detect any system, however slight, which a dark drinker might betray himself, are bound to confess that so such was he present. His appearance contradicted it, thoroughly. So did also his manner. He met the eye of the man who talked about without sober glances, showed no sign of a small and disorder of the nerves. Yet Dick was altogether an adorable fellow. His history was he'd been recounting was abnormal. As weeks of depression, followed by a sudden snap in his brain, the apparently removed, as wet cloth removes the stain, all the memories love and all cruel brittleness have resulted from it. Abnormal too was he suddenly High aesthetic achievement and pass very melancholy performance. Why should there be not a similar enormity here? Yes, I confess, you show no sign of taking Sephiroth said Merrick. Rick, but I attend you professionally. Ah, I'm not taunting. I must, I should make you give up any all sentiment, go to bed for a month. Why, in the name of good goodness? asked Dick, because theoretically it must be the best thing you could do. 
You had shot my own severe and miss you. Those weeks of depression schools you. Tells you, well, common sense says go slow after a shot. Recoup. Instead of which you go very fast indeed. You produce a grant seems to suit you. It's also become something capable of feats which are oh, a sheer nonsense, man. What's not sheer nonsense? Your profession, you detest you. Because you appear to be an exception to theory that I'm sure must be right, therefore, I've got no an explanation explaining you away. At present, I can't. What's the theory, asked Dick? Well, the treatment of shock, first of all, second, that in order to good, do good work, one ought to eat and drink very little, sleep a lot. How do you sleep, by the way? Dick considered. Oh, I go to bed about three, usually. And he said, usually, I suppose I sleep about four hours. You have a whiskey and eat like a strawberry because I'm prepared to run a race tomorrow not tomorrow. Go away, at least I will. Perhaps you break down, though. That was, would satisfy me. Nay, but even if you don't, it still remains quite interesting. Merrick found it more than quite interesting, in fact, and when he got home that night, he searched his shelves for a certain dusky volume, which is turned up a chapter called Shock. But with treatise and obscure diseases and normal conditions, nervous system. He'd often read it before from his profession, his special student, rare and curious. And following paragraph which had interested him much before, interested more than ever this evening. Nervous system can act in my way, as always, even being the most advanced student, be totally unexpected. Cases known and well authorized, fended ones. When a prairie person has jumped out of bed and a cry of fire, cases too are known, and when a great shock produces depression, to a fan of the amount of lethargy, it be followed by abnormal activity and calling into use of powers which were previously known to exist. At any rate, exist in quite an ordinary degree. As a hypersensitive state, especially since the desire for sleep or rest is very much often diminished, Demands which simulate in the way food and alcohol it would appear that a patient suffering from this rare form of often consequences a shock with sooner or later some sudden complete breakdown is possible however to conjecture what form this will take. The gesture, however, may become suddenly a tro- trophy. Durium trims to means may, without warning, severe surveying. Or he may go completely off his head. The weeks passed on as July, May, summer, London real in a phase of heat. Yet Adam remained busy, brilliant, and altogether exceptional. Merrick, unknown to him, was watching him closely. The president was completely puzzled. He held Dick to his word. He would detect the slightest sign of overdulgence sentiment. He cut him off altogether. He could only see absolutely, he could see. Absolutely none. Lady Minley, meanwhile, time, giving him several sittings. His connection again, Merrick, was madly, madly mistaken view. His breast to Dick, the risk he ran. Strange enough, he too had become great friends. Yet Dick was quite right, almost in regard to her, on a part was dead. It might have been a piece of real life. He painted instead of a woman he held worldly, worshipped. On morning in mid-July, she had been a sitting to him in his studio. Contrary to custom, he had been rather silent, biting the ends of his brushes, frowning on the canvas, 
throwing two at her. Sally made a little patient explanation. It is like you. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He said, that isn't like you. There's lots of difference. I can't make, can't help making you look as if you were listening to him by these four shouts. Do you know written all grandness? Probably after eating muffins. That's not a characteristic of you. She laughs. You must be rather ingenious to put that all that in. She said, I am. Where do I, where do I show it all? Jake sighed. Oh, your eyes, of course, he said. You show everything by your eyes, you know. Totally characteristic of you. You're a throwback. Don't you remember we settled ever so long ago to brute creation? Likewise, that show everything by their eyes. Oh, I should have thought the dogs growl at you, cats scratched. Practical measures, but short that you, that you animals use their eyes only, whereas people use their mouths and forehands. There's other things. Please, dog, expectant dog, a hungry dog, jealous dog, disappointed dog, ungovers all these from the dog's eyes. Their mouths are comparatively so mobile, and dark cats is even more so. You have often told me, belong to genius cat, said Major Redby. Complete composure. Love, by Jove, yes, he said he. Perhaps looking at the eyes of the cat would help me to see what I miss. Many thanks for the hint. Put down his pamphlet and went to the pie table which stood for battles and ice and silence. No drink of any kind on Sarah this morning. Morning asks. No thanks. Now when you give me the fire city, you said you only wanted one more. Vic helped himself. Well, I'll go down the country with this to put the background I told you of. It luck to take me three days, Paul Payton, without any good luck. A week or more, I'll buy mouthwaters. I thought the background. So, shall we say to, tomorrow week, Lady Middle took a note of this in a midnight gold and jewel but memory book. Prepare to see the cat's eyes painting instead of my own. When I see you next, he said, passing by the canvas. He laughed. Oh, I only noticed the difference, he said. How odd it would that is that I always attested cats so that you make me feel actually faint. Although you've always mind me a cat. You ask you may ask your your friend, Mr Merrick, about these mythophotical mysteries. Physical mysteries, she said to him. Background of pictures were present only indicated by a few Vegas splashes close to the side that hit a brilliant purple, brilliant green. Alice's mouth might well mortar for the few day painting lay before him. Behind the figure, long panel shaped canvas was a, to be painted a green trellis, over which was hanging the frame for woodwork was to spawn a great purple clemis. In full fountain glory of vanished leaf and starry flower.
Her top would be would be just a strip of pale green summer sky, her feet just a strip of grey green grass, but all the rest of the background, greatly daring, would be stay through green and purple. The purpose of putting this in, going down to small cottage for near called Dublin, where it was built the garden sort outdoor studio, wretched betwists a room and mere shelter, the side of the north totally open, the flankways green trellis. Whose now immense constellation of purple stars. Framed in this, you know well how strange, pale beauty be set up low on the canvas as she st- would start out the background. She in a huge grey hat and shining grey dress and yellow hair and ivory white skin, pale eyes now blue, now green, grey, now green. It's indeed a thing to look forward to, but this is probably known. Uh, such an adultery rapture known to man's creation. It's small wonder that Dick's mood as he travelled down to Godwin with point of his sephalescence. He was going to speak to going so to speak to realise his creation. Every purpose of economist, every green leaf of pace, a trellis work he put in the cools he had painted to live and shine, just as it lays dusk and fall of the sky in the evening. Which made the stars sprinkle there, jewel like. The scheme was assured he hung his consolation, the figure of Lady Madeline, in the sky. Now he had to surround it with green and purple light so that it might shine. Garden was but a circular plot, but walls of old bricks circularized it. He had dealt with the space of its command, certain originality. At no time had his grass plot, you would scarcely call it lawn, in spaces. Now the outdoor showed it twenty-five feet by thirty, took up the greater part of it. It's solid wooden wall on one side and two trellis walls the south and east. The creepers were beginning to close, and they were faced internally. They hang in Siberian and were into work. Here in the summer he grass the great parts of the stay. Painting, idling, and living in the existence. Floor, once been grass, had been withered completely under the roof, was covered in Persian rugs, writing table, and dining room table. But there, a bookcase of full, familiar friends, and half dozen basket chairs. One called two was frankly given up to the affairs of the garden, a mowing machine, hose for watering, shears, and spade work stood there. But like many excitable persons, Dick found it that in guarding the incessant process. Praying and designing to suit the likings of plants made them gorgeous in colour and highlight of growth. There was a wonderful calm heaven of refuge for the brain that had been tossing emotional sounds. Plants too were receptive of responsible kindness. Thought given to them was never thought wasted. We come back now for a month absence in London. We assured a fresh surprise of pleasure. Every foot of the garden bent bed, and he and our weagles glove drowsy with purple cremis, cremesis to wear pain, a care lavish barnet. Every flower would show it practical gratitude for standing model for the background of this picture. Then his eyes wandered from the dark. Brightness of the canvas, the brightness of the garden beds. There, just in front of the bed, was sweet peas, two two yards from him, stood a very large grey cat watching him. 
A presence of captures a thing, usually a stick of feeling of deadly faintness. Yet in this moment, he looked at the cat and cat at him. Conscious no such feeling, put down the absence up to it, as far as he consciously thought. But in fact, he was, was in the open air, not the atmosphere of a closed room. Yet last night out here, the cat had made him feel faint, but yet he, but he hardly gave a fault to this. But that filled his mind, and saw in the rather friendly, interested look, the beast's expression in the eye, so baffled him in the portrait of Lady Mendeling. So slowly, without any sudden movement, and mate startled the cat, reached out his hand for the pallet he had just put down in the corner of the canvas, and not yet painted over, recorded in half a dozen swift, intuitive movements, such as he wanted, even the broad slime light, and the animal stood, his eyes looked as if they were eternally sobering, hovering, as well as being lit were out. It was just so that Lady Manley looked, he would have laid colour very thinly over white. For five minutes he only painted with quite eager strokes, drawing the colour thinly over the background of white, and then looked long at it, sketched a sigh to see he got what he wanted. He looked back at the cat and stood so charmingly for him. There was no cat there, whatever you since detested them. This one had served its purpose, no matter for regret. He merely wondered as little as suddenness of its disappearance. Legacy left on the canvas, not vanished thus. His own possession and an achievement. Truly, this would be a portrait. I would give it distance. And all he'd done before, woman, real life, wearing a soul in her eyes, but still stood should stand there, summer right around her. Strawny clearness of vision was all was all day and towards sunset an empty whiskey bottle. This evening he was conscious for the first time of two feelings, one physical, one mental, together strange to him. First impression, he had drunk so much it was good for him. Second was thought echo in his mind, tortures he had undergone. Nilton, where he had been tossed aside by a girl whom he'd given his soul. Like he so so before, so old Gav. Neither was actually felt, acutely felt, but both were present to him. Even though they were belied the brilliance of day, about six o'clock thick clouds had driven up over the sky, and a clear heat of summer had given place for heat no less intense, the full of menace of a storm. Big, few big foot drops of two of rain warned him further. He pulled his eyes onto the filter. Gave orders that he would dine indoors. It was unusual, it was usual for him when he was at work. He shunned the directing influence of any companionship. Dined alone. Diner finished. When he finished, he went to his sitting room prepared a joy, solitary evening. His servant brought him into train. Until he went to bed, he was being disturbed. Outside the town, storm was moving nearer. Reverberation, the thunder. Though not close, kept up a continual growl at any moment, might move up and burst into a riot of fire and stand. Dick read a book for a while, but his thoughts wandered and poetry of his faults last autumn. His thought had passed away from him forever, suddenly grew suddenly and strangely well cute. Also his head was heavy, perhaps with the storm, but possibly with what he had drunk. So intending to go to bed and sleep off his too quiet quietude, he closed his book and went across the window to close that also. Halfway towards it, he stopped there on the sofa bed. 
It was oh, it's that a large great cat with yellow gleamy eyes. And overhead a young thrush still alive. Then no horror welcomed him. His feelings sick faintness was there. He lowed and was terrified at its dreadful failing glee. Torture its prey, glee so great it preferred the postponement of his meal. Shortening of another, more than all, the resemblance that eyes his cat, those his portraits suddenly struck him as something hellish. For one moment, this all held him bound, as if with paralysis. The next, his physical shuddering would be withstood no longer. He threw the glass he carried at the cat, missing it. One second, an animal pulls that there, glaring at him, tense in dreadful hostility, made one spring of that out the open window. Dick shut it with a bang that startled himself, and then searched on the sofa and the floor for the bird whose foot the cat had dropped. One or twice, once or twice, he thought he heard it feebly flutterings, but this had been an illusion, for he could not find it. All this was rather shaky business. Before going to bed, he steadied himself as his broken page ran. The fun had drink, as though the fun had ceased. But the rain he beat hissing on the grass, and another sound mingled the mewing of the cats. Not the long drawn screeches of cries that are usual, but plainly calls the beast that wants to be mounted to its own home. A bound was down, but there is a there of the well. He could not resist peeping out. There in the windowsill was seated a large grey cat, for his raving heavily, its fur seemed dry, for it was standing stiffly away from its body. But when he saw it at him, but he saw it him at it, spat at him, scratching angrily the grass and vanished. Only heavens now, he might have loved her, and infernally he had treated him, but passionately he wanted her now. Was all his trouble then, begin over again, his nightmare dawned anew on him. It was a cat's fault, but the eyes of the cat had done it. Yet, just now, all his desire was blurred by his dullness, brain so uncountable as a renewing awakening of desire. For months now, he's drunk far more than he drunk today. Yet, the evening has seen him relear, clearly the cute master himself and revealed levelling. Liberty to come to him, a cool joy of creative vision. But tonight he stumbled and broke across the room. Neutral cut of light, a dawn awoke in him. He got up at once, feeling still, very drowsy, but answer to some quiet imperative call. The storm had altogether passed away. Jewel was morning, dark hung, the heaven, pale heaven, his own. Looked of scared, familiar at him. Sensations were familiar. Fairness about things, a barrier between him and the world. And his eye alone possessed him, the finished portrait. All else, for he felt, he felt left to chance of whatever laws relegate the world. As laws would choose that a certain thrush should be caught by a certain cat, choose one scapegoat out of a thousand, let the rest go free. Two of eighty seven called him, found him gone from his room. So as the morning was so fair, he went out and lay breakfast in the shelter. What was there been dragged away back to the expedition by the claimants? The covered with strange scratches, as if the claws were an enraged animal, a nail perhaps of the man, fiercely attacked it. Dick Aronson was there too, 
lying very still in front of disfigured canvas. Claws as on nails attacked him. His throat had horribly mangled by them. His hand was covered with paint. The nails his fingers were too were choked with it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> 